Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi there, friends. Welcome to this interview episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Our guest today is Laura Christine. Laura Christine is a multi-passionate and multi-talented spiritual seeker who masterfully blends so many of her talents and interests into the services she offers. She is a yoga instructor who has trained extensively in Kundalini yoga and incorporates deep, soulful, mindful practices into everything she creates. Laura Christine is the creator and host of the 100 Ways podcast, a daily podcast where she shares her knowledge and insights on topics related to spirituality, wellness, and personal growth. I highly recommend you have a listen. My very impressive friend is also a singer, songwriter, and runes reader using this ancient divination tool to help others gain insights and guidance on their life journey. And as a nomadic entrepreneur, she travels extensively while running her own business, offering yoga classes, rooms, readings, and other spiritual services. Laura Christine is deeply committed to helping others find their own spiritual paths and live fulfilling lives. Her diverse skills and experiences make her a valuable resource for anyone seeking guidance and support on their personal growth journey. So without further ado, here's our interview. Thank you, Laura Christine, for joining me on the podcast today. I am beyond thrilled to be here with you. Thank you so much. Such an honor. Oh, it's my honor. Thank you so much for agreeing to this interview. So we met in Hawaii, the Holistic Chamber of Commerce, and that was a great group of very high vibe spiritual entrepreneurs, wellness entrepreneurs. And then I lost track of you because you went traveling for a while. (laughs) So what led you to start traveling? Because you're somewhat of a nomadic entrepreneur, you're able to run your business from different places all over the U.S. What was the inspiration? I'm soul-led, and it was time to leave Oahu. My soul led me to go on a kind of journey to find home wherever I am, to be home wherever I am, and it 
took me to places I did not expect to go, (laughs) took me to meet people that I did not expect to meet. And it took me to winter in Minnesota, which I don't ever recommend, but (laughs) my family lives there and I hadn't had a legitimate winter for about 10 or 11 years and thought, well, I might as well do it so that I know I don't want to end up here for sure. (laughs) And now I'm back on the road again, exploring, and I feel like I have found a home, but it's not time yet. So I am still in this journey of unfolding and trusting that my path will reveal itself when it is meant to reveal itself. Oh, and it is. (laughs) Right. I'm just so amazed at the amount of trust that you have in the universe, God, swords, whatever. And that, well, and that you trust your soul and you let your soul lead. Because for me, anyways, that's not, that's not easy. If my, if my soul, or if I got guidance to pack up and move to Australia, there would be a lot of resistance on my end um, to do that. I'm just so amazed. I'm so impressed. And you still have the capacity to run your business as you're traveling, as you're following your soul's lead. I'm wondering, how do you do that? How do you get the business part of it done as you make these transitions to different places? How do you manage that on your nervous system? I have a short and a long answer, and I'll start with the short answer. The short answer and the very simple answer is you commit. It's Mm -hmm. commitment. Mm -hmm. The longer answer is I actually took some time off of business for a while as I should say my personal business. I had a remote part-time operations manager and I was a contractor. So technically I was self-employed and it was my business doing that, Mm -hmm. but it was something that I could focus on. And then the rest of my time, I could focus on (laughs) going where my soul told me to go, being with the people that I was with and really flowing into their lives. And it was so cool because I would experience different perspectives and lifestyles. And I promise you, no matter the state of your house, someone's is dirtier than yours. Someone's is messier than yours. You don't have the smallest home. You don't have the nicest home. I promise. So if that is part of your brain energy (laughs) sucker, just get rid of it. Mm. Just don't worry about it. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then during winter, I was able to, (laughs) because I had to really cocoon and get a sense of what is really deeply calling to be expressed through me. What is this work? So I started my podcast 100 ways Mm -hmm. that actually was born out of a side project that I was starting with a friend of mine. And we have that on pause right now because both of us kind of have a lot going on in our lives, but my podcast title just needed to be 100 ways. And my favorite quote ever, well, I don't know if this is true, but it's one of my favorite quotes is there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Mm -hmm. And it's from Rumi. There are so many different ways of doing any one thing. And we get stuck so easily. 
if I can just remember there are hundreds of ways of doing this thing, there's no wrong way to do life. Take that, for example, traveling around, not knowing where I might go next. Yeah, it's scary. It's challenging. I have had a very enriching time and it's been very challenging all at once. A lot of growth and a lot of change has happened within myself. Okay, back to your question. So how did I... I decided to commit to making this podcast is my number one thing that I'm working on now. This is my work right now. It's my priority and my commitment is to create this podcast that creates shifts in people daily. And aside from that, along with that, I will take on the projects that I would have time for. I just had a meeting with somebody looking to get a course built to support his podcast. And I just had a meeting with a friend of mine who is a a branding specialist and social media manager. One of her clients is starting a podcast. And I said, well, I'll contract with you because I will edit that podcast very well and I can consult and do all of this. So just like my life right now, where I'm going to go somewhere because my soul says go somewhere. That's how I'm also operating my business. Does that make sense? So my business has shifted with me and then I still do readings, but readings really are more like counseling. I'm not a licensed therapist or social worker or anything, but I read energy of the person I'm talking to. So even if we're working with runes, I wouldn't need the runes. I would actually just need to hear what they're saying. (laughs) (laughs) it's nice to have the symbols alongside as well yes I love my rune reading it was perfect and so meaningful I was amazed this ancient divination tool could have such well amazed and not amazed it's lasted this long it's weathered the test of time it's effective it's powerful Yet I was still amazed. (laughs) I guess I was amazed by the impact it had on me. It's beautiful work, the rooms work that we do. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I was actually going to say that's beautiful. And you're right. It's funny how we know that nothing really necessarily needs to amaze us anymore because we understand the magic that the world is. And it's amazing to feel (laughs) that sense of just like, what? what? Oh my, this is amazing. So why not feel it? (laughs) Right. 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 Acknowledge the joy that it's bringing. Yeah. And and enjoy that. Take that in. I love what you do in your business and how you follow the breadcrumbs and you trust, you let go of the control. I'm always so inspired by you even your newsletter, your newsletter messages are always so meaningful. Like I was telling you earlier, I take pause and I think about the things that you're proposing. Hey, what about this, this, and this relationships, discipline? What does it really mean for you? That's a mini therapy session just to take a moment to tune in, to relax and ground, and then just contemplate that. And it's such a nice thing to, to have delivered to my inbox every mm. Friday. It just was the day and mm. I've kept with it. And that was a commitment that I had made. I'm going to do this 
weekly and I've done it weekly <laughs> and made some beautiful connections with people. I actually got reacquainted with, not reacquainted, but I reconnected with a good friend of mine after years of not even talking. Yeah. But one of my newsletters or emails, I call, I call them love letters. <laughs> one <laughs> of my love letters hit her inbox and she read it and opened up to me about something. And I was able to go visit her when I was in Minnesota. It was so cool. That's yeah. the magic of doing that quote unquote work. Mm-hmm. And then being also being nomadic. I don't know if that's the correct word or the best way to describe it. Yeah, you could say that right nomadic. now. I've used I've used that or I'm kind of a vagabond. <laughs> <laughs> if people ask me, a lot of people in Minnesota when I was there, I would ask, so where are you from? And it gets challenging to answer that question when you don't necessarily have a home base. Mm-hmm. So I stopped trying and I just said out of town (laughs) and that worked I find it fascinating what you said that wherever you are that's your home Mm -hmm. and that your concept of home is not necessarily a dwelling that you rent or own or live in and that home is actually just has to be you and the space you happen to be in and that's home I find that incredibly interesting. So how did you get there? Well, that was my journey. When I, when I uprooted from Oahu, I was like, all right, I've learned to come home to myself and I'm going to see what happens when I'm home in myself. And that is my priority and led by the knowing that you always have access to when you're home in yourself. So am I always here? No, not always. I am at this point. <laughs> moment because I'm talking on a podcast and there's nothing I love more, but (laughs) sometimes I am out there and my energy is thinking about where is home because yes, I am home in myself and I want to land in a home, in a house, in an apartment, in something that is my own, where I can really land and let everything that I've been learning start to move through me as I'm still, if that makes sense. Yes. And when you're talking, I immediately envisioned a tree and the roots growing into the space you're in, creating sacred space and container for you that yeah. where you can really center in even more than you are now, whether it's love or business or something else. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to take very long. My car is really important to me and I, because I use it a lot (laughs) and I, I still have my Hawaii plates on. Oh, I love it so much. I'm like, yeah, Hawaii, aloha. (laughs) And I love it so much, but they are up at the end of May. So what I did for myself, because I didn't know where I would be, I didn't know if I'd go back to Minnesota or actually land somewhere to stay. So I got Minnesota plates, didn't want to, but you know, I Uh thought, okay, I'll give myself some extra freedom. So I have Minnesota plates until February next year. However, my driver's license expires on my birthday this year, which is October 22nd. Therefore I need to get a new license by October. 
And that's my plan is to like, okay, I'm going to have landed by October. We'll see. I'll have to come back and listen to this episode in October. (laughs) But I think that it will be in Vermont. Beautiful. A lot Mm. of trees in Vermont. (laughs) There are lots of maple trees. I got syrup for days. Yes. Oh, so lucky. Mm. Yes. Beautiful. I think it's interesting that your car, which takes you everywhere and has supported you with the opportunity to be able to travel here and there and be a vagabond. It's your vagabond vehicle that (laughs) had Hawaii plates. And I know when you went to Hawaii, it was somewhat of like a rebirth of Laura Christine. And you're actually born in Duluth, right? Yes. Yes. Then you have Minnesota plates. It's like these two incarnations of Laura Christine, but you're kind of taking it with you on your journeys. I feel like my license plates are going to be green and white, but I'm not going to throw away my Hawaii plates ever. They're going to stay with me for life. Just like my Hawaii phone number, that's not going away ever either. (laughs) Got to hold on. (laughs) And people have asked me, would you go back to, like, are you going to go back to Hawaii? And I said, well, if going back is going forward, then yeah, I wouldn't turn that down. I love Hawaii. And I'm going to keep moving forward and my soul will tell me where that is. I'm wondering, where did this come from? Were you always born to be an adventurer, a trailblazer, kind of seeking and and moving and wandering and traveling? Yeah, I don't know. I am a Libra and a Cancer rising. I know you do Vedic astrology, and I don't know Vedic astrology, so we'd have to check that chart out. Mm -hmm. But as far as Western goes, I'm definitely, as I mentioned a cancer rising I'm very much a homebody I love my home and I love to be home and I love to nurture and nourish and garden and all of that but my Mars is in Sagittarius and that is the adventurer and I think that having Mars there it's like I'm always look up for an adventure that's all I really know I've always loved to travel and explore new things and I'm also as you mentioned before deep and I I kind of live in the depths where I'm exploring consciousness and I'm very aware of my state, my kind of mental and emotional state. You asked earlier how I deal with it with my nervous system. And I do Kundalini yoga every day, pretty much with a group. Actually, if you go to my mm-hmm. website, you can, you can join us, but it's not very convenient for people in Hawaii. <laughs> It's like at 2 a.m. or something. And that's just something that I started because a few friends wanted to practice with me. So it naturally came about and we just gather together and practice. So that's one thing. And then yoga nidra, I find very helpful as well. And walks and simply being really self-aware of how am I feeling and what do I need? And am I home? And if I'm not home to remember that that's actually my priority, because when I'm home, everything else becomes clear. It's not the other way around. You are not going to find home by trying to figure things out and get clear about things outside yourself. That comes when you're home. Mm. And that's why I do the runes. And that's why I have my podcast. That's Mm -hmm. why I have those love letters that I send on Fridays, because it is all about, am I home? And if I'm not home, just take a moment right now and, and you'll get home or at least you'll get a little closer. Right. Oh, I love that because no matter what happens to you, 
whether the house burns down or there's an earthquake and your house is destroyed, it's okay because you are your home and you are your center. And no matter where you go, you'll be at home. Yeah. And I think those events that you're talking about help people realize that very quickly because mm-hmm. they do lose everything, but they still have themselves. Mm-hmm. They still have their, their thoughts mm-hmm. and their emotions and their ability to cope or not. They get to find out mm-hmm. really quickly mm-hmm. in an instant. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that's so fascinating. So what does your business look like now? What's showing up for you right now in your business that you're excited about or that you feel energized about? For sure. The number one thing is my podcast. I am committed. Like I said, commitment is it. That's how you do this. I'm committed to keeping this podcast rolling every single day for 1000 days. Oh, that actually comes from Kundalini yoga. It takes 40 days to break a habit, 90 days to set it in in 120 days. The old habit is no longer an issue and it takes 1000 days to master a habit. Oh, true mastery of a habit. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I'll do 100 ways for a a thousand days (laughs) and it's short episodes. So you can tune in and it's basically an instant shift in consciousness. So you're going to show up for your day differently. When you take even two minutes, some of my episodes are two minutes. Some are a little longer, but it's that instant. Oh, aha. Those aha moments, which I call duh moments, D-U-H like duh. And that's the road that I'm really following. If I don't feel like something feels like duh to me, I just hold off until something feels like duh. This morning is an example. I'm not sure where I'm going next. That's sort of a theme for this trip. I went out to Bennington, Vermont. I had a purpose for that. And then I was going to go visit a friend in New Jersey. I didn't know where I was going after New Jersey. I ended up in DC and now I'm in Hollywood, Maryland. These are with people that I either know, or I know through friends. And then my friend's mom has a home in Virginia and she said, it's going to be empty from May 1st through 23rd. And I'm welcome to go and basically house it. So I'm like, okay, good. Because I really wanted a place to be still. I'm just not ready to land at home. Again, I'm pretty sure it'll be in Bennington and we'll see. It might not be. That amazing opportunities open up for you. Always, always. So my business, I keep kind of being tangential here. My business is my podcast. And through the podcast, I have an opportunity to do a buy me a coffee thing. So people can contribute to basically the continuation of my breathing and (laughs) sustaining (laughs) myself with food and with fuel for my body and my car and the equipment that it takes to make the podcast. So there's that. I also offer readings. I do numerology and I do a tarot reading, but the tarot reading is for the year. And it's just really kind of fun. It's not divination so much as this is like the patterns that you might see these months. It's basic, but it's really fun and really cool. And I do it for myself. So I might as well offer that. And then of course I do, I do runes as well. And you know about the runes and how impactful they are and a very, clear way. They're very direct and they do not lie. So if you don't 
if you're not sure, if you want to know the information that the runes are going to say, then just don't get a reading. (laughs) (laughs) And I mentioned, I also am available for digitizing people's genius, getting podcasts edited and getting courses up because I'm a really good project manager. Mm. So I'm, and I love to do it. So I use that skill in my work as well. Right. I love it. Yeah. I do too. Sort of a cornucopia of love. Right. (laughs) The things that I'm doing. Something for everyone. Yeah. That is offered through the podcast. The digital stuff is word of mouth at laurachristine.us. You can also find the podcast and the readings. Okay, great. I'll be sure to, to put that in the show notes. For a podcast that is offered daily, where do you get your inspiration from? The whole world is my muse and it has been forever. And there is absolutely no lack of content. I have discussions or conversations One person I actually met in Bennington shared his journey, his spiritual journey of India and Nepal. We actually had in total over two sittings, a four and a half hour conversation. It was mostly him telling his story because it's fascinating. It is incredibly entertaining, deep and light, funny. It's, I cannot wait to put it out, but I'm chopping it into small sections. So mm-hmm. the episodes are less than 20 minutes, but the story is so amazing. There's just no lack of content. I read Hafiz and sometimes I'll read a Hafiz poem and ask, what do you think of this? And part of my podcast and my newsletter that you get is what do you think? What does this bring up for you? It's supposed to inspire introspection and that self-inquiry because that will bring you home nice because you're right I do pause and Mm -hmm. go inward and do that introspection and it just naturally happens do you think that's because I know you or that's because I'm feeling something energetic with you I don't know what's your magic with how did I how did you elicit that from me in such a short love letter this is where I would say it's because what I do from being home because I that love letter idea came from when I was home and it was an idea that came to me and it came to me from my fullness, from my wholeness. So there's nothing that I want to get out of you or from you for writing these newsletters or love letters. There's nothing that I'm trying to get from my podcast or even from podcasting that is coming out because I am so full that it's simply like exploding out of me, gushing (laughs) out of me in these rivers of love. That is really, and I want to make sure that I'm always for a thousand days podcasting from that space. And that's why I think it's going to impact you because you're not sensing, oh, she just needs me. She's reaching for something from me. There's nothing that I need from you. It's literally, I'm giving you this. And then you get to decide what to do with it. I love that because that is what's happening. I am 
aligning. I am tuning in energetically. I will call it magic of what what's going on. The interplay with my energy and your energy through your words and your intention. And I love how you see it, the a river of love that's overflowing from you. And yeah. I'm feeling it. And I'm sure your 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 readers and your listeners are feeling that also. And that's why we're so drawn to it. That's my hope. Yeah. And at the end of my episodes, so go check them out, everyone. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. At the end of my episodes, I say I'm sending all the love and then some more because there's always more. And just think of if you heard that every single day and you really felt that, you mm-hmm. cannot not change. Like you, there's no way you won't change. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That daily reminder. Some of us might not get it from anywhere else. And sadly, not even from ourselves because we're so right. Yes. Especially right. Because again, I feel like it's, we're taught so much to go outside ourselves and find that thing that's going to complete us or find that thing that's going to make us better. I mean, we do this with relationships all the time, but also with work and with even some people have kids because they feel like they need to fill a gap or they hang out with certain groups or friends or take certain substances to fill something that's missing. And if you can get to a place within yourself where you really understand your wholeness and this comes and goes, I'm not always feeling this way, but I do a lot now. And when I do, that's when I know what I'm creating is just that sense of love flowing out. And then there's no like hook. There's no, I need something from you. That's why I forget to mention the fact that I have a buy me a coffee or a, a, you can get a reading. Like I just forget (laughs) because (laughs) not thinking about it. Right. There's no agenda. I love how you leave it open to things forming organically on their Mm -hmm. own. You just Mm -hmm. create these containers for these things to happen. And then my other my other thought while you were talking about the thousand days of podcasting is so far, what has shown up or come up for you in this time during this daily practice? Mm-hmm. I love this. I'm going to tell a story. I ran a half marathon once. So I promise the story has a point and it has to do with my podcast. I ran a half marathon. Well, I've run a few, but the last one that I ran, I would give my goal, my public goal to people. I want to do it in less than two hours, but I had my own personal goal. And mm. that was, I want to do it in in an hour and 55 or less, mm. but I wasn't sharing that public. I was only sharing the public goal. And then the other one I kept to myself. And I feel like with this podcasting, what has come up is my commitment to doing this podcast every single day for a thousand days is the public surface goal. There's a deeper goal. And that deeper goal is I am committing the real commitment to making this grow and nourishing it the way it needs to, in order for it to touch more people with that love (laughs) is to share it every, like, do something daily to share it, to reach out to somebody, to connect with somebody, do the actual work that it takes to make it 
grow more than simply make a quality podcast and put it out there. The real commitment is that deeper practice of doing the things that will let it grow. So that's what's come up for me personally in it. I don't know if that answers your question the way you were asking it, but Yeah, yeah, right. And it's like, you've got to commit to your commitment. It's layered. And when you do, when you commit to yourself, which that's the only thing you can really commit to is yourself. So when you commit fully to yourself and you commit to that commitment, the universe will commit to you. Yes. I think that was one of the questions that you posed in your love letter was about commitment. Commitment. (laughs) Yeah, I did recently. Yeah. And made me realize even in business, when I commit to something in the business, I somehow make it happen. I somehow have the energy for it. Mm -hmm. In my mind and heart aspect of love, of the spiritual side of the commitment is a very big support to making that commitment happen. So beautiful. So Laura, Christine, is there anything else you would like to talk about or share with us? Oh, I could go on and on, but I would just offer to check out 100 Ways podcast on any platform. It's, it truly is a pause in your day, but it's a short pause. I really just want to take this time to thank you for having me on your show. I love your show. It's really insightful. And if anyone has any questions that they're wondering about, feel free to reach out to me. The easiest place is on my website, which is just laurachristine.us. And you'll find the 100 Ways podcast there as well. I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend that you make that commitment <laughs> to listen yes. to that podcast daily because oh, thank you, you will not be disappointed and you'll be pleasantly surprised at what comes up in your life by making that commitment to listening to your 100 ways for a thousand episodes. Thank yeah. you so much, Laura Christine. I loved spending time with you and sharing space with you. And I wish you well and a lot of abundance and even more wonderful things to happen in your life and your business. So sending you big hugs. Thank you so much. Big hugs back. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.